When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. Back to another episode of Habs Nightly, folks. Got Mason helping me out, remembering the intro, a little assist uh, this evening. Mason, how are you? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. I'm happy to be back. A little tired uh, due to the time shifts and school, but it sucks. I'm so, I'm so over the time shift. It's, it's for the fucking birds. Um, I thought they were gonna. I thought they were supposed to stop doing it um maybe that's next year i don't know i i could have sworn the u.s said that they weren't doing this anymore um but here we are and it should be 11 and it is 10 and my body is freaking out um i'm doing okay though uh honestly this this week is just it's only two days in but it, it really feels like shit because of the time change um but I, i'm sure in a week or so i'll be over it um how was your week everything cool oh yeah things have gone good good just watching hockey drinking beer doing school Mm. guess what what's up i did a little golf simulator last weekend Ooh, that's fun Ooh, it is um i am dog shit (laughs) Oh no. I am so bad. Um and I'll tell you I'll tell you why. One, because I was afraid that I was gonna send the golf club into the bar. So I was constantly on guard 
and couldn't like relax. So my back was like super tense. Plus every muscle that got activated in this uh, two hour uh, session was just like everything that I fucking got like, I guess, damaged during the wreck. So I was just like hyper nervous about um, pulling something. So like, I just could not, I could not relax. dude. Um, so like I couldn't hit the ball for shit. Like I just couldn't send it, um, mainly because I just wouldn't loosen up in in order for me to, to do it. But I'll tell you this, um, I could hit the ball straight as fuck. Apparently like every, every shot up to about probably the last 30 minutes. I don't, I don't know. Don't, I have no idea, but I mean, um, Every shot for the first hour and a half was like more or less straight on, which was wild. Uh, even my my buddy who was like, "You can't, you're not hitting it far, but yeah, you, you're putting it where you <laughs> you you're putting it in a straight line." Um, I'm pretty good at the short game. I found I was a lot better uh, with the wedges than I was with the driver. Um. I felt the wood was okay, but I was actually really good with the wedges. Hmm. Interesting. We'll, right? have, to, we'll right. have to test this this false. We'll test it one day. We'll test it one day. Uh, I'll tell you, I was sore as shit. Sore as shit. I'm going to play on like on an actual golf course in probably two weeks. Um, I, I know I have to lose weight. Um, but it was really fun. Um, I know what I did wrong. I was trying to, I was trying to use my strength, but also try to, in doing so, I was trying not to use a, a lot of it. So I wasn't letting, I wasn't letting the club hit like a, um, what would that, what would that, like a, like a catapult or like a pendulum, like I wasn't allowing it to just naturally use its weight to, to like, you know, accelerate and explode on the ball. I was like doing more strength mainly because I was trying to not use as much because I was afraid of like doing something to my back or my hip. Um, so I know that that's where like I lost a lot of like um, distance that I could receive. So I'm excited to try try it out on an actual course. Um, so I'm not so worried about, you know, shit around me, but I did enjoy myself. Uh, I will say this though, dude, I would so much rather play golf than do a simulator. I think the simulator is sick, but if you're not there with a good amount of people and you're paying like way too much money for it, it ain't, it ain't for me. Cause it was like, I'd fucking, I'd hit with the driver and they'd be like, okay, sick. I'm going to go sit down for a second and then, uh, you know, take a sip of my beer, maybe check whatever college game was on. And as soon as I fucking took a sip, my buddy Tony was like, all right, it's your turn. So for fucking two hours, we just sped through a virtual TPC Louisiana, which is uh, a lot of like, uh, like really, really far drive, 
I think I think they're like upwards of like 400, 400 yards every every hole. I think there's only like three par threes, maybe three or four uh, of the eighteen. Every like there's one that's like a six hundred and something, and uh, I was fucking dying. I was dying on that fucking hell. I just couldn't. I couldn't fucking. I couldn't. I couldn't move the ball far enough for it to make any difference. Um, so it was like constantly my fucking turn. I was like, God damn it. Like, uh, anyway, I did have a lot of fun. I did have a lot of fun. And if anything, if I just have to relax my back more, potentially do some yoga before we go, do a lot of like good core stretches, I could probably loosen my back up, allow like the pendulum swing to go, uh, a lot better and I'll probably gain gain pretty good I, I think by the end of it um, well not by the end of it because I was getting like super tired but like close to the end I think and I, it, this is so terrible like I feel so disgusting that this was the best I did <laughs> excuse me excuse me uh, but I think I think the furthest I sent the ball was like 140 something like that and that's i was watching my buddy hit like 200 i was like damn i really need to really need to do a lot better than this but like i was so fucking tense um he was good fucking dude not not the person i need to go with uh to get back into golf i'll tell you that um i'll be playing with him a lot but like he he just he's new too so he wasn't really able to be like look you're doing this try this you know, so it was a lot of just me swinging for the fucking fences and trying to get the the rhythm of it. Yeah, like, I mean, golf's one of those games, too, that, like, no matter how much you play it, it's mm-hmm. not like most sports where, like, if you practice a lot, you'll get better. No, this is still a game of, like, high chance. <laughs> oh, golf is just, it's cruel, man. It's but really, it was fun. Really, really, I did. Really I did cool. enjoy myself. Um, I just, I'd rather not have to speed run it, you know, like we did. No, that's fair. Anyway, so we'll... uh, <laughs> so the Habs played some hockey. Did they? Did they really? They did. And um, I don't know why you're so distraught because I am very, very, very pleased. Uh, Slaff made um his debut on the top line. Was that scored a goal? Oh, the, oh, the previous season. game. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I forgot we haven't talked about that game. So yeah, yeah. No, we haven't okay. Talked about any of the games? Like, there's a lot to talk about, and you're here. I'm talking <laughs> you're golf. Talking don't be upset. About... <laughs> don't be upset. I'm talking here... golf for once. No, no, no. You're here. Talking about before we start recording how that the Habs are shit and you're all distraught, mm. but I think there's a lot of good to talk about this episode. I'm sneezing a lot, unfortunately. I'm like pausing a lot. It's amazing. Um, no, like yeah, we're on what a four game losing streak or a five game whatever one. We're playing some decent hockey up until I'd say probably. Um, I started to see it in like the Arizona game. Uh, but everything before that was, I'm not going to say super fun to watch. Like the, 
Uh, New Jersey game was tough, but uh, they have been a high, high battling team, um, which I've been pretty impressed with. I don't like the penalties, you know, per se, but um, they have been (laughs) enjoyable because they're, they're like coming back a lot. They're like sustaining pressure a little bit, but I feel like it's the last two or three games kind of it's starting to wear a little bit. Yeah, well, there has, has been great moments as a whole. Like I said, like I want to talk. About yeah, this yeah. Lot. This is more of like, yeah, like uh, player um, progression is better than us having a great record this season. Yeah, I mean, I have been campaigning and screaming for Slav to be on the top line for over a year now. Um, well, if so, he's not getting set down, then they need to give him great opportunities to. Prove himself, I guess. Or, well, no, that's exactly it. And give him the best talent around. If, if they're yeah. finally going to give him the opportunity, I have to give Marty the the props, right? And mm-hmm. look, the Habs, like you said, no, like, well, I think it's a it's a four game losing streak right now. Game against St. Louis and Tampa, though, are the only two games that I think the Habs really let get away from them. Mm-hmm. And truthfully. After the first period, after Jake Allen, you know, let in four and was pulled, Habs played a good game of hockey against Tampa. Um, yeah. But going back to Slaff on the top line, like, I I think he's looked really good. Um, Obviously, you're talking about baby steps here. He didn't come in, and it was like an instant turnaround. But he's winning battles. He's making start plays. And uh, what I've noticed is that Suzuki Caulfield and him have had some extended offensive zone possessions together. Mm-hmm. You guys, and then clearly there was a confidence boost with it too, because he scored a power play goal and it was a nice goal. Yeah. Too. It was a very pretty goal. <laughs> Shake and bake in front of the, in front of the goalie up and close. It was nice. And not just, you know, his play once he's in the offensive zone in the defensive zone, he's looked better. And in particular, and this is where Slav's always struggled in the neutral zone. Slaff has been grabbing pucks and he's been breaking the puck into the offensive zone as well. He's looked really, really good. So I hope he sticks on this line because we're seeing a lot of things that we've been missing in Slaff's development, like the confidence, the stick handling into space. He's been really, you know, working to do that. He's not always getting it, but he's actively trying to stick handle into space. He's actively trying to get open. He's actively working on the boards. Like, I think this move is already paying dividends, um, not just for the team, but also for Slav's development. Right. I can agree with that. Um, there was a moment in, like you're saying, like it's, there's still lapses, you know, in his play, like uh, the uh, the Blues game. There was just a, a moment uh, right before they had scored, I think their second or third goal. Um, they're cycling well and he just he looks a bit confused uh there's a lot of movement going on and he just kind of stops and the guy he's supposed to be kind of on is like nowhere close to him to the point to where like the uh who was on the ice with him it's it's it feels like it's been forever since that game um but like they had to like tag up and like trade trade positions with him before like he realized like that they were cross like they're crossing each other um 
But no, uh, obviously to have him score was like a weight lifted. Uh, that day, you know, Twitter was just all over sending him in, send him to the AHL. You had mentioned something on Twitter. Then we had a very strong thread uh, get created based off of your comment. Uh, that was a pretty um, a pretty great thread. I mean, it was just very <laughs> it was just all over the place, but uh, it was a good read. Uh, but then you know the next night he he puts up points, and you know I know it's still out there in in the Habs community, but um, it a little bit has dropped off of the slap to, you know, slap being a bust or slap to the AHL debate has kind of uh, taken a hush for a second. I'm, I'm sure um, it's more on like uh, Anderson than anything right now, but yeah. Um, him on the top line is, is I guess all we can really ask for if he's not, if we're not moving him to give him more time than if we're not giving him pieces around him, then we're not, we're not helping him in any, in any way, shape or form. So yeah, I mean, happy to see them try to make strides going in that direction with him. I would argue that the slap to the HL debate is still strong in my heart, Mm -hmm. but I'm not saying that one goal changes it, but it's, it's, it's a little, it's like I feel like people are okay. We got like three games until you know if he doesn't do something again, it's gonna be the high the highlight of Twitter community again. Yeah, but what I what I'm trying to say is like at least you know it, the debate at least for us has always been either play him or send him to the AHL. So if they're gonna play him, like yeah, either play him or play him there. Oppor- <laughs> you haven't seen Slav have these opportunities. So let's give him games, and I'm willing to because he's looked good too. Give him the games to prove that he can play in the mm-hmm. NHL. If he still sucks and he's getting the opportunity, I'm absolutely going to be back on the AHL bandwagon. But he's looked good, so here's but yeah, the hope. but kind of kickstart a little spark in his game. Suzuki and Caulfield, like I honestly think they look better with him than they have with most of their other line mates this season. So. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm optimistic. I really am. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, if in in his case it's, you know, uh like you said, you're either gonna give him something worth playing for up here, like put some good pieces around him, or send him down to where he can play more and it be more uh I don't know how to say it. Um, you know, either get the first line in the NHL or get the first line in the A. You know, either either way, he needs more time to to develop. And if we're gonna keep him around, we've got nothing to lose. Why aren't we attempting it on, you know, at this stage? I digress. <laughs> Fair enough. So in the Tampa game, we kind of touched on it for a second. Um, tough, tough start to it. Um, you know, I had mentioned uh, Josh Anderson, uh, but at least in that game, he did. Uh, there were some great moments for him. Um, a lot of like right off the rebound uh, chances. A lot of uh, 
a couple of close, like uh, right in front of the net, like coming in quick. Uh, I just really wish he would just, you know, sink one in and and kind of, you know, stop being so tense. It feels like out there. Um, it would be great to get him activated, get get him uh, producing that. I don't know. I would, I guess, call it the third line now. I feel like that Monahan line is just kind of taking the second role. But um, I'd like to see the new hook line with uh, Anderson and uh, who they got on that line now. Is that uh, Dvorak? Who Dvorak? Who just came back? Yeah, I haven't even fucking, scored a fucking amazing goal in the Tampa game. Was he the last yeah, uh, at, Habs? The, yeah. at the bare end of it? Like, just check that incredible out. individual effort. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I I will say I've liked New Hook better on the wing mm-hmm. uh, than I have at center. I think that Anderson once again presents a problem to his line mates because him and New Hook play a very similar game, except I think New Hook's a lot better at it. Oh shit. So having him on that line is kind of an issue. Although Anderson did look good tonight. He was playing decently. I'll give him credit. Like I really don't think the team played all that bad tonight until except for the first 10 minutes. And when you do that against a team like Tampa, well there you go, right? They burn you for it. Yeah. I just watched the um Dvorak goal. Yeah, that was something special. Um no, I agree, you know, um we didn't really look look ahead in any of our discussions yet uh on the teams, but they've they've uh they're going up against some some big some big teams right now and you know uh hopefully tonight was a once over. You know, I'm sure it's gonna happen again, but you know, just shows, you know, we're the Canadians have been playing good, but there's some teams that are just like on it this early in the fucking season. They're already like uh, full press gears are running, um, and they just kind of game into the game a little absent absent minded. It felt like uh, Mike Matheson. I feel like two two games in a row has just had blunders, like really early on, and they were you know critical moments to to kind of just not be sure of who I'm supposed to be on or or laxing up on a play like the Kucherov goal. He just wasn't. He wasn't like on his man close enough. And it was just, I felt like Kucherov had like a wide open shot and he's going to fucking take it. Why not? You know, uh, this team plays good against us. They're going to be, uh, you know, in my opinion, a little bit looser. Why not put it on net? And it, I mean, this guy's, he's got the magic. I think they said he has like fucking, uh, he had four points in the first period, the last game, like he's, you know, he's not in preseason form. He's in like, you know, just mid season form, doing great. Uh just felt we just laxed up on him a little bit. And I don't know if Mike Matheson's hurt or not, but uh just seemed he looks off, hurt. He looks terrible lately, you know. He looks awful. Like as if he's just I need to be a body out there and he's not I don't know. If that's the case, then like I'm absolutely let's, pissed because the Habs let's bring up a, another young guy, you know. Well, just like you've got Lindstrom for a reason, we should not have to play Mike Matheson if he's hurt. 
right. shouldn't be doing it. So I really hope, but the problem is I hope, I don't know, you know, I hope this isn't what his play is just like, but he looks injured. Like I, I refuse to believe. I feel like we've like, physically. this can't be him. Like we've seen the moments last season. Now, granted he was hurt a lot, but when he did play, he looked way different than us. A lot more explosive. Oh, even, was- even this season. He's looked way better. It's just yeah. It last few games he's looked off. He's looked very off. Now I know I know he's not doing bad. I I know he got an assist off the Dvorak, uh, but I would like to see uh, Justin Barron. You know, um, continue to get some good looks and some good opportunities out there. I'd I'd love to have. Yeah, I mean Barron got moved to the um. This, the uh, second power play this game instead of Jack mm-hmm. I, which was very nice to see. And I, I would argue he thrived. Um, obviously, nothing, the power play didn't do too well. I think went 0 for 6, or no, 1 for 6. No, we had 1 today. Uh, 1 for 6. The Suzuki's but, goal. Yeah, 1 for 6. But I don't think that it wasn't like the usual like failures on the power play where we failed and it was because we couldn't get the puck off the half wall and we tried to, we mm-hmm. didn't take a shot. You know, we were failing, but we were making progress. It looked good. There were shots. There were high danger scoring opportunities. The halves looked good. That's what I mean. I know we kind of got fucked this game, like five, three. Yeah. Or was it five, two? It's five, three, but we, it was like five, you're three, saying, but, we, we put but up the a game. game the game was the... a lot closer yeah. for the majority of the night than, Oh, yeah. the score reflected. I like that on the power play. Now, I don't. It's kind of like a double edged sword, like they're not doing amazing on it, but it's like it's good to see that, like they're moving the puck with intention. Finally, like it, it's it's going to something, not just cycling it because they're trying to find an open man like they, they it just feels like they actually have a play coming off of, you know, Two two passes and something's gonna happen uh instead of just cycling and hoping to find a, a slip in the defense that just we're not good at doing that. If we can even get it into the zone, um it just felt like there was a little bit more um pressure with it, you know, which is what it's supposed to be. And uh I don't think we've really had a, a scary power play in a long time. I don't think we do now, but it's good to see it like uh taking steps in the right directions it's not very uh it's not very good but at least it's uh it's not as um redundant like they know we're gonna sit there and cycle it you know i feel like we're we're creating more chances or we're trying something just a little bit different so that's that's my positive on the power plays right now i guess fair enough i don't disagree with um Really much of what you're saying there. Heard. Um. Let's see. Uh, what's our next game, Mason? Oh, uh, Detroit. Detroit. Um, which I would hope. I would hope that we. Uh, it's not until Thursday, so hopefully we get a, a nice little rest off of that. Hopefully Jake Allen, uh, can bounce back. I don't see him playing that game. I'm sure they'll go at Montembeau, who st- stood pretty tall in the sec, you know, on the back half of that game uh, against 
the lightning, but hopefully we can pull something together um, and at least get one point. <laughs> I'd like to see the team, um, you know, get kind of get out of this skid, even if it's just for one game. You know, um, I felt I felt like the uh, the game after Vegas, I'm trying to think who it was. Um, was it Arizona Mason? Yes, it was. Okay. I felt like like me personally going into that game, I was like, okay, this is going to be like, let's see where the team's at right now. We just came off of a off of a overtime loss that, you know, it could have gone either way. Um let's see how this team bounces back. And I thought that we played a pretty decent game um in Arizona. And so I kind of felt that was a wash. And I was like, okay, well, let's check out Saturday and the last, well, not the last two games, but that Saturday game got out of out of hand pretty quick. Um, so I'm hoping that they can recover well against Detroit and get a little something before uh, a very busy uh, five, five games uh, with only one really – uh, potential chance at winning uh, with two Boston, uh, another Vegas, a Calgary, and a um, Vancouver game. So hopefully that Detroit game can kind of reset everything for us uh, going into uh, such a, a tough following week. Um, well, before we go any further, we do have an ad read from our sponsors at DraftKings. Let's see what we got. Uh, the NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Now, Mason, y'all played uh, the Germany game, which I didn't get a chance to see. I think it started at like 8 in the morning for me. Um. So y'all are on a bye, but the Ravens are taking on the Browns. Another uh, hopeful victory for us. I know the Browns, uh, I think we played them already. They kind of gave us the business. Uh, but with them being in the division, it's, uh, it's a game we must win, and I'm sure it's going to be a closer game than I would like. I was very mm -hmm. impressed with the Ravens last week against the Seahawks, who I thought was going to give us a run for our money, but we won 37 to fucking three. Um, so I think we're seven, seven and two now in our division, which is awesome. Uh, the saints are going to play the Vikings. Hopefully the Vikings win. Um, let's see any, any other promising games? Um, nope. Everything else just kind of looks like an average fucking game. Uh, how you feel about Miami? I know they came off of a tough loss against, uh, the Chiefs, you think they still they still got a shot this year? Or? I still think they're a pretty a pretty decent team. Uh, they still have like the best running back core, wide receiver core. <laughs> Sorry, I just realized I was talking and I was muted. Ah, right, you're good. You're good. I kind of picked up on that. I was like, he's either taking a sip of beer or he hasn't realized his mic's off yet. <laughs> um. So to answer your question, how I feel about the Dolphins, um, we I don't know because I'm stuck because we haven't beat a team above 500. We haven't beat a winning team this year, but 
the AFC East is also wide open. The AFC mm-hmm. as a whole is wide open, in my opinion. Uh, the Bills have lost four games. Um, like they lost to Cincinnati uh, recently. Who else did they lose to? They lost to. Um, I think we beat them. They lost to the Patriots. That's it. Um, and I don't know. It's difficult because we have the best offense in the league, bar none. Um, Tua and Tyreek are just fucking incredible. Along with um, Mostert and um, Devin Akane. But I don't know. I, I can't say confidently this is our year when we haven't we haven't beat a team with a winning record. Uh, yeah, a proven team. Oh, yeah, and y'all, y'all faced uh, the Eagles as well. That was y'all the loss. Um, anyway, uh, get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. License partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdictions void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after insurance. See sports sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football turn for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. Thank you, DraftKings. Um, Mason, we got another one from our buddies at Raycon. Uh, it may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare, especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can shop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. Uh, previously you've heard us talk about Raycon in the past. Um, I still stick by, um, their everyday earbuds, love them. Uh, but anyway, uh, Raycon first made its name for themselves in the audio space with the product. Like I just talked about the everyday earbuds known for delivering high quality and thoughtful, thoughtful features like a 32 hour battery life. Let's go. And a perfect in-ear fit for all day wear and lasting comfort this is and this past year they expanded their entire business with the introduction of raycon home and raycon power plus tech their five-star reviewed magic 180 cable allows you to charge ios micro usb and type c devices eight times faster with 100 watt power delivery their faucet filter ultra filters the water in the tap against chlorine and heavy metals. That's sick. It is a must-have for ensuring the water that you use to wash your face and brush your teeth is, you know, actually clean. Jesus, that's a tough one. 
Uh, Raycon is known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. It's no wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Thank you, Raycon. Um, all right, Mason, we're back. Um, where do you want to take this? So we got a little, we had a tough little run coming up for the Habs uh, with two possible games to win before um, getting to the 24th where we play the Sharks, which we have a shitty uh, record against the Sharks. So I wouldn't imagine if they potentially get their first or second win. You think? You think so? They're the worst NHL team ever. <laughs> Austin it is Matthews tough. More... It is so tough. Austin Matthews has more goals than the San Jose Sharks this year. He's barely got any, right? He's no, like he has six. like 12. Does he really? Yeah, 12 or 13. Are you sure? Yes, he's leading the league. Okay. I could have sworn it was, uh, maybe that's in points, uh, Elias Peterson. Petrosian, however you pronounce it, who's turned it around. Vancouver is is something right now, along with Anaheim. Two great franchises that um definitely doing better than I expected. I'm sure a lot of people have expected this year. Um we fo- we face both uh within the next 14 days. So um quite quite the games coming up for the Habs, but uh you know, I don't see us winning a lot of these, but I'd like to see how we adapt to such a uh, strenuous two weeks coming up. I'd like to see what, you know, the players could do uh, to get better, I guess. Uh, like like we said, you know, uh, it's not about the season this year. It's about the player performances and, and them uh, getting better. I'd like to see this is... I feel their first really big uh, run of some high talented teams. I'm sure you feel the same in some regards, but uh, how about the Sharks? How about the Sharks, Mason? The worst team, I think. Uh, in two in two days, two games, they had 20 goals against. I think they've only got. Uh, I think they only scored four goals in the last five games, something like that. Let in 20 and two. Amazing. They're pretty bad. Um, it's tough. Unfortunately, they're winning right now. Are they really? But they playing? Oh, really Philly, Philly with who was who was looking pretty good too, and then Carter Hart got got hurt. I had picked him up fantasy. How yeah, is I, your fantasy team? <laughs> my fantasy team. I'm three and one. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm the same. I'm I'm supposed to be spearheaded by Matt Kachuk, and I don't even think he's in the top hundred in my. You league. didn't go Brady. I always, always go Brady. It's, I don't know. Hit some penalty minutes. Don't matter in our league. Oh, okay. 
Come on. Yeah. But you know, yeah, Brady Kachuk's like a <laughs> like a top player, man. Yeah, no, oh, no shit. hits and penalty minutes for us. It's just, just skill, shot, blocks, and points. Heard that? Any uh, any surprises in your league this year so far? Um, Frank Vetrano. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's been godly for me. Uh, that's about it. Oh, though. you I have him. That's sick. Yeah, I thought just yeah, in general, like whoever's got this. I picked him up off. I picked him up off waivers. Smart guy. Smart guy. Someone grabbed him the night before I could. You know, it's like uh, you can't drop someone that's already played a game, even if they were on your bench. It's just. Uh, someone, someone got the jump on me, and I was like, "Ah, oh, god damn it!" And now I'm watching them be successful. I do have that, uh, that Russian defenseman. Um, I've butchered his name previously on the show, and you made fun of me. Uh, it's like Minchikov or something like that. Um, uh, which I'm sure was a Mitoyakov. Yeah. Uh, I picked him up. He's got like an assist in every fucking game. So why not just add to the add to the flavor? But uh but yeah, I don't think uh I, I'm kind of dying in the goalie category right now, and I'm ashamed to say I have four goalies right now, which is just disgusting. It's just disgusting. But um I've gone through like the health issues with the goalies already. I had Devin Levi who I drafted because I was like, this dude's going to have an unreal season. I still think he can, uh, but he got hurt like after three games, I think. And it was tough, tough sledding after that. Uh, then I picked up Carter Hart, who was doing good. He's now hurt. Um, and I got Ottinger, who was supposed to be my number one goalie, but Dallas is looking like they're just kind of like in a weird place right now. And then I have uh, Joseph Wall. Uh, for Toronto because someone grabbed the uh the shutout kid from Tampa right before me, like moments before me. Jonas Johansson. So yeah, who uh he didn't do too good in the the last. I think they played last night. He didn't do too good in that game against Toronto. I think it was like five to four or something like that. But uh, I think that's just a that's just a whatever for that kid. Two back-to-back shutouts. I know it's he's not the the next coming, but um, that team in front of him can can kind of win him some games if he can just hold hold strong. So I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully I'll do something in fantasy this year. I'm a little nervous on the uh, on the goaltending just because um, I don't have a true starter. I know Ottinger can turn it on, but something in Dallas just feels a little off right now. I mean, Dallas is ninth in the league, Corey. I'm not sure where you're. I don't know. I just, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me just pull Ottinger back up. Uh, let's see. Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Um, I guess it's just the last two games I really needed him to fucking win. And uh, it was against Vancouver and Boston. So I guess that should be a lot easier on him. Oh, also he didn't play against Edmonton, which sucks. I really needed that easy win. That's a uh, that's a mind blower right there. I know Ed Edmonton um 
we expected them to get scored on a lot, but God damn, is that team just not what I expected them to be right now? You know? Yeah. They're really, they're really playing bad. It was tough. I watched the, uh, Mateus Ackholm little quote, a little, little clip they had pulled. And, uh, I think it's fucked up that they even they even ask them these type of types of questions when they're when they're playing this bad. I understand they have you know it's it's their job to ask them, but it's like these dudes just look so defeated right now, like so confused as to why it's not going their way. They just put Campbell on uh, on waivers. Um, now I don't know. I, I could be a fucking idiot in saying this, but if I'm San Jose. And I see Jack Campbell on waivers. Um, I I would pick him up. I know he's not fucking playing good, but um, I would think that that team would do anything to to try to solidify one one position a little bit better. Who would you pick up Campbell with? Uh, if I was uh, the Sharks, San Jose. If I'm the Sharks, I am. There's no shot in hell. That I am taking Jack Campbell off the Oilers' hands without draft compensation. You're just doing them a favor. Okay. I don't even know who who's uh. I know they got Capo Kapkin. Do you do you know the other Sharks guy? Uh, is it your boy from uh New Jersey? The Shark School Tenders. Yeah. It's um Blackwood, Mackenzie Blackwood and Capo Kakana. Word. I guess I guess maybe a more injured team would have to jump on that than someone that's just playing shit. Yeah. I don't think anyone should jump on it. I totally disagree. Now you think you think Jack Campbell's just done? What he did yeah, in Toronto you're, was you're, just based a, off of the Oilers, the Oilers are putting him on waivers because they want someone to take him. They're hoping someone takes him. No shit. You think anybody's going to bite? <laughs> no. I don't think anyone's no. that stupid. Damn, dude. Especially for five and a half million dollars. Like you're, and you're not sending any money the other way. Oh, that's and true. Three years left on that contract. I Not a shot. Do you think it's Edmonton? And a little bit of, of Jack Campbell, or do you think it's Jack Campbell? I have no idea. I don't watch enough Edmonton hockey to <laughs> heard that. Really. I just felt like he was really good with uh Toronto, but I, you know, it he could was. be inflated. So sad. Really liked him. <laughs> anyway, Mason, um you got anything else to say, buddy? If I think this is a good closing point. I'm sure if we go any further, we'll start. Uh, really taking a detour off of uh, any any subject that's hockey related. <laughs> I got nothing. Heard that. Okay, folks. Thank y'all. Uh, once we get accustomed to the uh, time change, it'll it'll be a lot better for us. But anyway, thank y'all so much for listening. This has been Hab Nightly. Uh, please give us a follow at Twitter at Head Nightly and myself at Body Vendors. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you guys again next time. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.